I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Happy Friday here and welcome to another edition of Husker Chat Live. Sean Callahan for Husker Online dot com and as always husker chat live brought to you by sandhills global empowered by abm if you have equipment to sell sell it at auctiontime.com and uh one of the new wrinkles we're going to do with husker chat live is over the course of the spring we're going to talk to different position group rooms as a whole and let these guys kind of talk together uh with me here in the discussion through spring ball and wanted to start off with kind of a more established room a room um, where obviously there's you know some guys coming up the ranks, but some veteran players. And today we're going to start off our uh, spring position group talk with outside linebacker. Uh, I've got four members of Nebraska's outside linebacker room joining us. Let's bring them in one by one, uh, joining the conversation. Outside linebacker Garrett Nelson, welcome here to Husker Chat Live, Garrett. Hey, John, good to see you. And we've got Caleb Tanner here as well, uh, back again. Uh, great to have you on, Caleb. Appreciate it. And then we've got Blaze Gunnerson, who you got to see a little bit play late last year. Uh, Iowa native uh, looks to figure in big this season. Blaze, welcome here to Husker Chat Live. How's it going, Sean? Good to be here. Great. To, all right. Well, and then finally, let's bring in Jamari Butler. Uh, Jamari, uh, really looking forward to getting a chance to visit with you. Obviously, you've been here for a few years at Nebraska, and uh, this is a big spring for you. Welcome here to Husker Chat Live. All right. Well, let, let's um, let's get into the discussion. Um, and I want to start, Caleb, you're a veteran guy that's been around the block. I mean, what's going on right now? I mean, the, the first week of spring ball, what are you guys doing? I'm sure they're kind of like a couple of days because it's no pads and, you know, you can't really, there's no scrimmaging or anything fun going on, but what's the first couple of days been like? Uh, really just working on our technique, uh, getting the little things done right before we put the pads on and really get to working. So now it's just working real hard now what about you um garrett i mean when when i mean you're a veteran i'm sure when you go back to your first spring at nebraska coming out of high school i know your personality you were probably balls to the wall day one helmets only I, i'm sure you've matured a little bit and have a much more veteran-like uh, approach uh, to spring practice what, what's what's it been like the first few days yeah i come to college and didn't really understand how to practice like a pro i just thought everything was the same speed and um you know same way to do everything but there's definitely different levels of speed and different levels of uh pads like you said so uh caleb put it pretty perfectly that you know with these with no pads on that we're doing our best that we can with our, our technique and hands placement how we strike how we move just fundamentals of the position that um you know kind of may get overlooked once you get into the heat of heat of pads but uh, just trying to work on those techniques so they they carry over into those more uh, aggressive situations with pads on. Well, in spring, guys, it's about opportunity, and there's opportunity for um, some new guys to break through. And, and two of the guys here with us, plays Gunnarsson and Jamari Butler, are going to get some great opportunity. Um, Jamari, you know, you, you've kind of bided your time. You've developed in the program behind the scenes. 
how ready are you for um, this opportunity this spring? I mean, I'm I'm real ready playing behind like veterans like them. You know, they teach me everything. So when the time comes, my number will be called out. I'm gonna be ready. And Blaze, you know, last year we got to see you late in the year. Um, you've had some injuries you've battled um, going back to high school, but you know, it looks like you know you've, you've turned the corner. Where are you at right now, kind of with your body? Yes, sir. Uh, my body's feeling really good lately. So, um, knock on wood, I, I've stayed healthy lately. So, uh, that's been really encouraging. Like you said, you got to play a little bit last year. And so, um, just looking forward to getting better this spring and working on some of the little things to uh, continuously get better and uh, work behind Garrett and Caleb. So, you know, learning what they do and just putting my own little spin. Yeah, and I want to talk about just how the outside linebacker position in general, I mean, it's really kind of evolved into a guy that can not only play in space, but you guys are almost a defensive end the way Nebraska uses you in the defense. Um, Garrett, how have you kind of seen the defense grow where you guys are really, I mean, truly almost a defensive end at times and it will be, you know, a big part of the pass rush on the edge? Yeah, you, you kind of put it. Uh, exactly right how this defensive evolves you know we first couple of years we played a lot of stand-up outside linebacker not saying that we don't now but um just different calls and different packages that we're in were and uh you know just what we feel comfortable with passion uh moves and or, or you know where the running back is things like that um truly now we are playing the end a, a ton of the time you know we may see a stand-up uh, like you said, in those specific situations, but it's more it's involved more to a true defensive end, defensive end spot. Um, you know, changing our lift group to power the bigger guys and lifting more weights, and you know, just kind of changing in that aspect. But um, you know, we, we we do a lot for the defense. We utilize a ton. You know, Caleb can play a ton of coverage. Jamari, you know, Blaze, all of us can play a ton of coverage, and we can also rush off the edge and do different things. Um, they're all pieces of the puzzle of defense, but you can kind of interchange the pieces how you want to do. We, we can kind of do what uh, whatever we need to do on the defense. And Caleb, you've been with Coach Dawson, um, you know, for a long time now at Nebraska. He left and came back. Um, you know, just how much has he made you a, a stronger, tougher person over that time? I, I'm sure there's moments where he really challenged you, and, and those were tough days when you're a young player. How have you really grown? Um, now as a fifth year at Nebraska. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think Dawson brought the best out of me. I think he brought the best out of everybody in the room. You know, uh, just the way he attacks, the way he expects us to attack practice. So, you know, that right there, that you can't do nothing but work. Now, I'm going to put you guys on the spot, Garrett and Caleb. You're the veterans of the room. I want you to ask – some of the younger guys on here, Jamari and Blaze, some questions. Um, just kind of challenge them a little bit about what they need to get out of the spring. Garrett, I'll let you go first. Uh, do you have any questions for Blaze or Jamari um, just about going through spring ball and kind of what, what they need to do? Uh, I guess the only – it's not really questions about – I guess the only thing, advice, they can say. You probably don't want to take advice from me, but uh, uh, just some things to – take away from spring spring's a really unique time the sense of that we're, we're just practicing the practice so you know um making sure that you as an individual you're not fighting you know the other guy across you know, you're fighting you individually you know how can i get better how can i improve the little things every day you know whether it be film or uh, mentally or physically what i'm doing at practice um spring's a really important time you just need to, you need to utilize it 
to your advantage to put yourself in the next level for fall. So you're going from, you know, 15 snaps to however many snaps, 30 to 60 in the fall or, you know, having that confidence. I, I, I'm already confident you guys that you can go play right now, but, you know, you mentally having that confidence that you can take as many reps as you need in the fall uh, or, or in the, uh, the spring and, you know, do the things correctly that you need to do and improve as a player. Blaze, you got anything you want to add to that? Yeah, man, I appreciate that, man. Uh, as you said, the spring's a really important time. Uh, like Dawson says, you got you know, we only get 15 practices. So, um, every single one counts, and every single one we got to focus on getting better. Need drills. We get like 40 minutes of Indy, it seems like, per day. So, um, we just got to lock in on our footwork and stuff like that. And like I said, Gary, the film aspect of it, uh, that part's extremely important, um, as we all know. And so, watching that stuff on your own. Um, watching it this weekend is going to be really important for us. And so just, uh, you know, mastering that is going to be really important. How about you, Jamari? Um, you got anything to add after Garrett, uh, his advice to you guys here going through the spring? Uh, yeah, like he said, it's more of a mental aspect. So don't get bored with it. Just keep working your technique. Keep, you know, building that confidence. So when fog comes around, it's just like, it's easy. Yeah, Caleb, you've been through a lot of springs at Nebraska. Um, you came in obviously with high expectations and you've grown as a player. What, what advice would you give to these guys just after what you've been through on how to kind of, you know, take advantage of opportunities. Um, and, 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 you know, when you get on the field. Right, right. Um, my advice would be don't get bored. You know, sometimes ball, you know, you feel like you just practicing. We early in the season. Why are we practicing? Like, why are we going this hard? You know, I say just use that technique that you're practicing every day. Remember that you're doing. August come, you, you're able to use, utilize them techniques that you learned all the way in spring over here in March. So that's what that's one thing I'll say. Don't get bored. Keep working your technique. Practice hard. You know, that's 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 really it. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If you're just joining us, you're watching Husker Chat live here on the Husker Online channel. Sean Callahan of Husker Online. Uh, Husker Chat live brought to you by Sandhills Global and powered by ABM, and if you have questions, and this is one of the really great things about doing these, um, we allow the fans, um, whether it's through YouTube or even Facebook, they can drop the questions in, and Garrett, Blaze, Caleb, and Jamari uh, can answer these specific questions you have, and then there's really not an opportunity for fans to get this kind of access um, to the players. So 
Um, if you have something that you want to ask these guys, uh, feel free to drop it in the chat line. We've got a number of comments, a couple of questions. I'll let a few more questions build up here um, before we get into it. But I want to ask you guys about the offense, um, what you've seen in practice just through uh, the two practices you've had. Um, you know, you've been at Nebraska Garrett for a long time. Um, you, you've seen the previous offense before with Adrian Martinez. What really jumps out to you now two days of going at, against Casey Thompson and Mark Whipple and, and some of the things they're doing on offense right now? Uh, not not even uh, Whipple and Casey, but just all together as an offense, um, just run scheme-wise. They're not trying to out-scheme people now. Um, they're just trying to out-physical people, which is good. I mean, for us, for defense, we make it really simple with play calls. I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, if we go to our most complicated call or our most simple call. I mean, you know, things stay consistent within that call, your effort, your energy, how you execute. How, how physical and mean can you play? Those those things are consistent with with us. With the offense, you know, previously I, I feel like they were trying to out scheme or outsmart people at times, or you know, do do something that they don't need to do. But now it seems you know this has been the only first two days or three two days of spring. But um, so we're still working fundamentals and basics and stuff like that. But I really like what I see with the run game, how fit this, they're just trying to out physical people. They're not trying to scheme up something that will work, you know, maybe one time if they're in this look, they're just running downhill and pushing people around and make, you know, gaps for, for running backs to run through and they run physically. So um, it's really, that's nice to see. And then uh, skill position wise, we're super, we're probably the deepest we've been at wide receiver probably in, at Nebraska in a while. And I'm really excited to see those guys run around and catch uh, catch footballs. A lot of talented guys, really uh, really deep. Like you said, with those every every QB we have is extremely talented. And they can sling it. So uh, with the routes they're running and and how they're how those guys are looking and Mickey's coaching them up, uh, it's really cool to see how those guys are running and, and uh, operating that new offense. They they love it. Say it's super simple. It's super easy. They're running fast. They're being physical. There's looks like they're playing going back to playing football, and not thinking too much. Jamari, I got a question for you. A lot of newcomers there. I mean, on off, who who has jumped out to you, taking like Casey Thompson and Chubba Purdy, the quarterbacks, out of it? Um, who who has jumped out to you of the newcomers that you've added on the offensive side of the ball? I have to say Trey. He's so fast. Like he kind of reminds me of Samori, just with a little more speed. He's quick, blocking downfield, physical. He's he's gonna be good. And then his, I mean, just his confidence level too. I mean, does that jump out when you see him play the way? He, I mean, he carries himself. Yeah, yeah, it jumps out a lot because he'll make a play in practice and like he dancing. So you know, we need that on the offensive side, confidence builders. How about you, Blaze? Any, any of the new guys jump out to you on offense outside of the quarterbacks? Um, not really a new guy. Uh, he was here last year. Um, I was known kind of last spring. I'm not about last spring, but last fall. Um, went up against him. Um, he wasn't quite as mature as a blocker, and I feel like this spring he's been um, a lot better in the blocking aspect of the game. So um, we go, go up against the tight ends a good amount, and so those are kind of the, kind of the guys that um, I get to see a lot of. And so I think Fedoni's doing a lot better job. But... All right, let's get to some of these questions here. We've got a number of questions now. I wanted to kind of let them build up here um, in the queue. Let, let's see. Question for the defensive players. Has the offensive line coach put in some confusion schemes from what you saw last year? Um, 
go to Caleb on that one. I, I guess I don't quite understand it. Do you do you understand what he means by that, Caleb? Ask it again one more time. He wants to know has I'll put it up here on the board. Sorry. Um, question for the defensive players: Has the offensive line coach put in some um, confusion schemes, or I think he might have meant confusing schemes from what you've seen last year? Are the schemes much different on the O line, or or is it like so, Garrett just straight like, down here, like blocking schemes and stuff like yeah. that? We've seen any every blocking scheme we can ever imagine, but um, they doing the right now. You know, first two days they just basic stuff. You know, so really we we just got to sit back and see and uh, evaluate them as we continue practicing. Garrett, from your perspective, when an O line is doing zone blocking versus maybe what they've gone to now under Donovan Riola, what's the biggest difference you see where you're at? Well, even if with those, you know, mid zones or inside zones, and if they go to man with power and counter and stuff like that, I mean, just the way they block and run and finish blocks is a lot different. I mean, there's so many different. There's there's only so many ways you can teach, you know, zone and man blockings. You know, you got to have the players that want to do it. Um, physically and, and love doing it the, to run it correctly. And I think that's what Riola is doing a phenomenal job with is, you know, teaching those guys how to do it properly and then telling them it doesn't matter what we run. This is how physical you are. This is how you get guys out of gaps that, you know, you got to love uh, doing your job. You got to love being part of the pipeline. And I, I see that in the first two days. I don't know if those are the words he's telling them exactly, but the way they're playing, uh, and moving guys right now, I see they're they're fired up, and he he's doing a really good job as a coach. All right, we got a question from Tyler. Best memory of being at Nebraska so far, uh, Blaze? You want to take this one first? I, obviously, your career's still get, kind of getting going, but what uh, jumps out to you so far? Yeah, if I were to single out one memory, uh, I would say the Michigan game after they had that pick. Um, I don't know, big turning point in that game. Felt like we were on a good track, and so. Um, defense was also humming, really good competitive games. So I would I would say that one. How about you, Jamari? You have any memories so far um, that you want to share from your time? Yeah, it'll be that Michigan game. The lights, you guys like the light show part of that Michigan game. I mean, I've been in Memorial Stadium a long time, and, and that was about as electric as you're going to see it. That was the best game I've been to, like hands down. Hands down. How about you, Garrett? Any any memories uh, over your time so far? Um, best memory. Honestly, it's not the best memories. It's just, uh, it's like each, each week or each game in this fall and kind of out of, out of the season two, just hanging out with everybody, um, doing dumb stuff in the winter, like paying dudes like 10 bucks to eat bugs or something. I mean, just funny stuff like that. We're just doing, doing dumb stuff. I love, I love those memories. The same thing with game day when, when somebody makes a big play or, you know, when Blaze helped me out on a sack or when Blaze gets his first sack and Jamari, like memories like that where I can celebrate with those dudes that I know work super hard and they, they're grinding every day, you know, finally have their fruits of the labor, get paid off. That's those those experiences I really like. I got a winner question. Caleb, take this question for me. Um, When you guys talk about mat drills, I mean, that, that's a what does that mean? I, I think there's a lot of people that are just casual fans when when you say mat drills like they don't really know what do you guys mean by winter when you guys do these mat drills so um i really don't mat drill like the meaning behind mat drill i think that 
breakout is really the same country, you know, uh, a work, hard work, kind of like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It's just hard work, and it's about eight stations of work for a amount of time. You get a amount of time of break. You get a little break in between transition from station to station. You get a little break. Um, two of the stations might be water. Might be one station might be water. Um, and yeah, it's nonstop. There's no mats involved. So no mats. It's not a <laughs> yeah. so contrary to popular belief. There's not a mat. Well, you know, back in the day, Garrett, they used to do stick wrestling, where like the linemen would have like a stick and they would they would wrestle and try to take the stick from the other guy. I think you'd probably be pretty good at that. That'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> let's go do some stick wrestling. <laughs> well, yeah, you, I saw you laughing, Blaze um, and Jamari. You got a comment, Blaze, about mat drills and and yeah, you guys yeah. use that word a lot to the fans, and I think fans are like, "What does that mean? Um, what does mat drills mean to Blaze Gunderson?" Yeah, I see the confusion. Uh, it's just funny being around Caleb sometimes in the meeting room. Kind of going back to that last question, um, just being around these guys in the meeting room every day, you know, that 10 minutes we get there for, um, I don't know, we have a lot of good memories in there. Caleb had a bug class that he was struggling with for like three years, I, I, I swear. But uh, um, Matt Drills, I mean, the, the whole the whole premise of it, I guess, is um, – we just, we're basically getting up really early and then just grinding with your guys. We have, like, everybody got into uh, winter conditioning teams, and then there's leaders of those teams. And then I guess the hardest part about it all is uh, focusing on communication when you're tired. So uh, that's what Coach Sanander kind of preaches on, and uh, that's just the biggest challenge during that uh, little segment. Now, Garrett, you said somebody ate bugs for $10? Yeah. Who did you eat? The, who ate the bug? Jamari, you're laughing. Did you eat the bug, Jamari? <laughs> Gary, just funny. No, I ain't eat no bug though. You ate a bug for ten dollars. So we were walking. We were walking out to do uh, summer running, and there's the, these dragonflies like during the summer die. These huge things like that big. And Jason, we love her. Our, the strength staff are absolute animals. I love those guys. And Jason looks at the dragonfly and he picks it up and it's super big and he goes, Garrett, here, eat that for 20 bucks. I pop it in and I start eating it. <laughs> everybody's freaking out and everybody's losing their mind and after that I had, had a pretty good conditioning session. I did get the 20 bucks too, which was killer. I thought he yeah, was you joking be, if, around. If you eat a dragonfly, you better get paid out for that bet. Yeah, no, he did. It was fun. But like stuff, stuff like that is funny. Just, you know, trying to, you know, you gotta get in the lull with training. You know, you're trying to focus every day doing really well but you know that you know week nine rolls around this is like the 20th time you're doing this run workout you know you gotta you gotta bring the juice and do something to change it up just a little bit you know the work still needs to be the work but you gotta you gotta bring something to be to start it off you're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. 
Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Now you guys, um, I know in the past used to do that Navy seal program deal in the off season, uh, usually like in May, Caleb, you've been a part of a few of those. I know Garrett, I think you've been a part of a few. Any good stories to share from doing that kind of training? I mean, like, I heard stories like some guys didn't know how to swim, and you didn't know that, and you know, and, and you, yeah, I mean, you literally like have to help guys in the pool. Like, you got a, a funny story to tell from doing all the Navy SEAL deal stuff. Caleb, you want to go Caleb, first? You want me to go? He's got a story. I know that. Oh man. Navy, yeah, Navy, tough, man. You know, didn't you almost drown or something? You were putting a stretchered on, and like you couldn't get your head, your head through the hole, and you were like yeah. in underwater. <laughs> Told us going fifteen feet, and I don't know how to swim, but I I know how to swim. I don't know how to float in fourteen, like fourteen. Yeah, I ain't never fourteen feet. So they fifteen feet. Then we got. We take our hoodies off under the water. I'm like, all right. So I try to do it. I was drowning for a little bit. Nobody knew who I was drowning. So when I got up, it was uh, what's his name, Jalen, one of the running backs from about my friend. Uh, I was like, see me, you ain't see me. Like, nah. <laughs> Bubba's coming up. Yeah, it was. Crazy. But uh, I don't think. I think I can do that. Um, now, you guys, with you haven't done that for a few years, right, Garrett? Do you remember? No, no, we have not. Blaze, did you ever get to do the program workout, the SEAL workout? No, I never got. So, Jamar, you probably never did either. Or did you get okay? So, yeah, that was the early, and then the I think COVID just kind of shut that down, um, just because of the way the training and things was shut up. But those are always some interesting uh, videos and things, and that you guys have put out. And, it's almost not fair with Damian Jackson. I mean, it's like for him, he's like, Oh yeah, this is old hat for me doing this stuff. Yeah. We were doing boat races. He like, he obviously did it. He did, it, he did the real thing. You know what I'm saying? We were doing like the kitty version. And remember we were like, it was kind of cinematic. We were all, we had these boats and dudes out there. We're all lined up at this buoy. We're doing boat races back into the shore. Everybody has their aura. Adrian yells like go. And everybody puts their order down and starts going. We see this boat pulling out in front of everybody and we're like man who the hell is that so like in between rows i'm looking over there and damian jackson with his long hair and beard is like staring the thing with his oar and the wind is like blowing his hair and beard and he just is cruising towards the beach and it was like the coolest if you took a video of that he probably looked like the coolest person ever and it was he won obviously but yeah it was just it was funny it was fun but like yeah man well, let's talk about Damien. I mean, he's in your room too. And I mean, you talk about everyone having a different story at Nebraska. I mean, Garrett, you're from Scott's Bluff. Caleb, you're from Georgia. Jamar, you came from the South. Blaze, you're from Iowa. And then you got a 30 year old, uh, six year senior. Um, you know, that's now been featured on College Game Day. Um, I'm sure all you guys, it was on, it was on the bye weekend. Um, I remember there at ESPN. Um, you guys know his story, but seeing it told on that stage, um, what he's done, what did you think of just when you, now that you really know everything, Damien, a guy like that's been through in your room. 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of ironic because, uh, you know, I saw that story on the game day special or whatever. And um, I didn't, I didn't know all that about him. You know, he, he's a very kept, he keeps to himself. He's not a cocky, he's not a cocky guy. Um, it was, it was interesting to see all that. I mean, he's such a, he's such a great role model and leader, you know, for our position group and really for the whole team. And so, um, I don't know. I see him as a, as a very good role model um, from a mental aspect. He, he knows how to push himself really harder than anybody. Uh, I had a little joke with him the other day. He's like, I'm not that physically strong right now because he got his shoulders done or whatever. And then, uh, but yeah, I think Nick or someone said he's probably the most mentally strong on the team. So um, he's a guy we can kind of all look up to. Yeah. Jamari for you, um, when you came in as a young kid in Nebraska, you see this bearded older player that was never played high school football. I mean, I'm sure that was like, is this guy like a coach that play? I mean, what was your first reaction when you saw him out there with you guys? Yeah, that's what it was. When I first seen him, I instantly thought, like, strength and conditioning coach. Then he was real quiet. Like, Blaze said, he keeps to himself. He humble. So when he went out on the field with us, I'm looking. I'm, I'm amazed because I'm like, he really, like, playing with us. But you would never know because, like, he act like one of us, you know. He one of the guys. So I kind of look up to him. And then, like Blaze said, from a mental aspect, he pushes you to the limit. Yeah. All right, got a question here from Cole. Garrett wants to know about Garrett's tooth. Um, how bad did your tooth hurt after the game when it got knocked out in 2020? What game was that again? I forget. It was Penn State. It was uh, – so a lot – people probably don't know this. They weren't they, – it's not as cool as a story because they weren't real teeth. I had baby teeth there until I was like 16, and then I got them pulled and got fake teeth. And the fake teeth were in, and me and my, and me and a tight end uh, collided. It was all, it was in the red zone. Got a red zone stop. I stood up, and I like started feeling around my tongue. I was like, man, I don't have any teeth left. And I was like, shit. <laughs> like, I don't have my fake teeth in my mouth. So I started jogging over the sideline. I started talking to like coaches and people, and they started like laughing at me. And they're like, dude, where are your teeth? And I was like, yeah, they got knocked out. And then I get on the headphones, and I cock the chins, and he's like, I heard you don't have any teeth. And I was like, yeah, no, they're gone. And he started laughing at me, went to the bench, and everybody was freaking out. It was funny. It didn't hurt any because it was their fake teeth, and they were just glued to my other ones. But, uh, yeah, no, I got them back now, which is good. <laughs> Cole lets us know just now, uh, Cam Jurgens just ran a 4-9-140 at the NFL Combine. I don't think anyone is probably surprised in this panel of players right now that time in fact i'm sure some of you are like i bet he would run fast that you know and uh getting a lot of comments people love the chat guys so uh, thank you again for uh, being a part but um austin allen runs you know and tests really well uh, looking at austin allen's numbers in that combine the broad jump is what probably jumped out to me the most um any of you guys want to comment on austin and and now what cam's doing in the combine um caleb why don't you take this one uh, I think both those guys, being with those guys for a couple, I think both those guys evolved and they most definitely deserve what they're finna, you know, uh, receive. And they they went out, like, you know, put Kobe Red on the map, you know, so that's a good thing always. Uh, JoJo, what do you think JoJo's going to run, Garrett? Four sixes. 
I'm not gonna short. I'm not gonna short my boy. I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna give real exact. I'm gonna four. I'm gonna say a four five seven. Four five seven. That. What I mean, Blaze, I'm not a scouting what? expert. I'm gonna be honest. That could be completely wrong. But I feel like a four five seven. That sounds real nice. And I'm sure if he runs anywhere close to that, that people are gonna be. Uh, I'm a bigger vertical. I mean, I, I like the 40. The vertical tells me a lot in the broad tell you as much almost as the 42. I'll be those other marks will jump out. Blaze, what do you think of Jojo and and some yeah, of your- I think you're I think you're onto something there, Sean. I think that's Duvall's number one. When we, I don't know, like a year ago we did the winter condition. I think that's Duval's number one thing he looks at is the vertical jump. But uh, the 40, I think Jojo I think Garrett was kind of in the right ballpark. If he runs a four five seven, that's gonna be really good. So uh, if he gets between there and you know a low four four six, that'd be that'd be ideal. Jamari, do you guys run forties? Like, when's the last time you've run a forty, Jamari? Probably the last winter conditioning was the last time we ran it. Like it was kind of like a combine thing. Everybody did it. Isn't it crazy though? Like after the NFL combine, you'll never run a forty again in your life. <laughs> but like, it's like so big when rivals and we're looking at you guys coming up. It's so big when you go to camps. It's obviously huge at the NFL Combine. People are watching it on TV. And then, by the way, you'll never do it again. Like, it's just, it's it's pretty crazy when you think about it like that, Caleb. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That, that is, man. They want to see how fast we can run. <laughs> no. Well, let's uh, let's see. I'll, we're about to wrap up here. I want to see if I can find a um, a question to end on. Um, Pete wants to say, uh, go Big Red. He's getting excited. He can't wait. Um, all right, final question. We'll just go around the horn on all of this one. And uh, taking yourself out of the equation, who hits the hardest right now on the defense? Um, you want to take this one first, Garrett? Man. Who hits the hard? Well, I can't. I would say Caleb. I'd probably say Caleb, but I can't like use us. So outside of Caleb, let's take let's take all outside linebackers out of the room. Uh, we'll make it. We'll, who, so when you look at the rest, and I got a sleeper pick. He's hurt right now, but Garrett Stongrass has laid some wood on dudes, and it is it's like you look at him, you're like, oh, he's a pretty good linebacker, and you see him and go hit dudes. He absolutely upends people, and it's it is really so. He's my sleeper pick. All right, Garrett's not. What do you have, Blaze Gunnerson? Uh, my initial thought, uh, Caleb kind of gave a look right when this question was asked. But I think I can't say Caleb. I was gonna say Caleb, but if I were to go with some, I'm gonna go with my boy Nick. Um, he can lay the wood whenever he wants to. So uh, he's. Are you cut out there? Repeat that again. Um, I was gonna say Caleb. But I'm gonna go with Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick Henrich. So he can eat big dude, fast dude. So he can lay the wood. All right, Caleb. Who do you got? Uh, I think Luke Reimer. Luke Reimer, all right. That's a good pick, and he's out this spring. Garrett's out this spring. So some guys that we're talking about we won't see in the spring game. Then Jamari, uh, who's your who's your hardest hitter on the team outside of your room? You know, I'm going to take a DB. I'm going to go with Miles Foreman because he'd be hit. Who's the guy on offense? If you gave a guy on offense a chance to hit you, a skill player, not a lineman, who, who's the hardest hitter on the offense? Yeah. Yeah, Alante Brown. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if Yant if Yant gets it figured out, I mean, he could be just like that guy at Wisconsin. I mean, he's he's a beast. 
Yeah, the hard part is getting it figured out, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, we've been doing this a long time, and I think I've said a lot of guys, this guy gets it figured out. Yeah, I mean, it's just you see the potential in some of these guys, though, like Yan at 250 or whatever he, whatever they say he weighs because he looks like he weighs more than 250. <laughs> but, well, hey, guys, um, we appreciate uh, you guys coming on here to Husker Chat Live. It's been fun to do this position room with you guys. I can see and feel – the camaraderie in this room you guys are a room you can see it you can feel it so uh thanks again guys for coming on husker chat live you guys have a big practice saturday uh then three more to go and spring break um so i'm sure everyone's kind of looking forward to getting on again i'm away or coming back again so thanks again for uh, joining us here in husker chat live appreciate it sean appreciate it sean all right that wraps it up here for husker chat live once again brought to you by sandhills global powered by abm if you have a equipment to sell sell at auctiontime.com